This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies your dog's behavior so you can get the very best results from your dog training. This show is brought to you by FamilyDogFusion.com. For professional advice, dog training tips, ebooks, and a video to teach your dog how to walk on a leash, go to FamilyDogFusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Lately, I've been doing shows that are specific to dog breeds. Even though I know these shows are going to attract a very small audience individually, I still felt it was information that is important. Some of you may be thinking about getting a certain breed of dog or know someone. And these shows will be available. Also, I've been running out of topics and I still love doing these podcasts. We would love for you to join our community of dog lovers. Log on to Facebook and search for our business page, Family Dog Fusion. There you will get updates as to what's going on with our dog-loving family and friends from all over the world. See events, our travels, or just information that you may need about the podcast, our book, or the new products we'll be releasing. That's Family Dog Fusion on Facebook. See you there. This is Discover Your Dog, the show that demystifies everything dog so you can better understand what you're getting into or have gotten into with that amazing family member. I am Benny Copeland, trainer of people, behaviors to the dogs, and just like you, the listener, I am a dog lover. Thanks, as always, for joining me this week. I was looking through my encyclopedia of dog breeds for the next specific breed show, and I realized that I am strictly going by the AKC breeds. There are clubs and breeds recognized all over the world that are not included in this book. As a matter of fact, I will still get a call every now and then asking if I've ever worked with a specific breed, and I've not even heard of that dog. Also, with the influx of all the designer breeds, I'm very curious where and how the different kennel clubs are going to handle these new breeds as far as registration and tracking. With all of that, I decided to talk about the AKC. I'm going to talk about their purpose as I understand it in the different groups and the different groups they categorize dogs into and why, and even give you some personal insight. Of course, the first thing I did was Google AKC Purpose, and I saw their mission statement. The AKC stands for American Kennel Club, and most of the information I will be talking about today will come directly from their website, akc.org. The mission of AKC, and I quote, is to provide dog fanciers, I call you dog lovers, of course, dog owners, and the general public quality education about purebred dogs, the sport of purebred dogs, and the ongoing importance of the relationships between people and canines. Unquote. There's also a vision statement, which I will not read. At this time, the book, or at the time this book was published that I'm going through the Encyclopedia of Dog Breeds, it was 1998, and there were less than 150 breeds recognized by the AKC. Now there are almost 200. Some dog breeds have changed in recognition by name or breed standards in which the AKC recognizes them. 
During my research, not only did I find that many clubs that recognize specific breeds outside the AKC, there are many clubs outside the AKC, I also learned that there are kennel clubs that recognize many other dog breeds all over the world, even Zimbabwe. I don't know if I have any listeners in Zimbabwe, but I hope I do. Now, my personal opinion is that the AKC is overall good for breeding and the continued success of the purebred dog. The unfortunate part of their job is to track and keep check on breeders all across the country, and this is a daunting and almost impossible task. Because of this, the AKC, in my opinion, is more about breed standard for the purpose of or sport rather than the breed as a family dog. I've heard the AKC, especially when talking about confirmation. Confirmation is that show that you see uh, when you're watching Westminster, things like that. It's just a show for the dogs. I've heard it referred to as a beauty contest, but I think it's more like a bodybuilding contest. It's more about the physical appearance in those shows rather than purpose and historical uses of each particular breed. Now, they do talk about those things, but you don't see that or see any kind of what I would call talent with the breed. And at least in beauty contests, they do talk about, they do have talent and intelligence in those contests. With that said, there are many opportunities for dogs to show their skills and purpose as well in the AKC organization. They do have contests such as agility herding trials, earth dog events, and many, many more. The AKC still only categorizes dogs into seven different groups. Sporting, hound, working, terrier, toy, non-sporting, and herding. I will read the description of each breed and each group. I'm not each breed, but each group from the AKC.org website. Sporting. Breeds in the sporting group were bred to assist hunters in the capture and retrieval of feathered game. Retrievers built for swimming specialized in waterfowl, while hunting grounds of setters, spaniels, and pointing breeds are grasslands where quail, pheasant, and other game birds nest. Many sporting group breeds possess thick, water-repellent coats resistant to harsh hunting conditions. The hound group. They also recognize some different breeds in each group, and I'm not going to go over those because I'm going over those individually. So the hound group. All breeds in the hound group were bred to pursue warm-blooded quarry. The sleek, long-legged sight hounds use explosive speed and wide vision to chase swift prey like jackrabbits and antelope, while tough, durable scent hounds rely on their powerful noses to trail anything from raccoons to escaped convicts. Members of the hound group possess strong prey drives and often will stop at nothing to catch their quarries, which if you have a hound, you probably already understand that. The working group. Breeds in the working group are dog kinds, punch-the-clock, blue-collar workers, and the group includes some of the world's most ancient breeds. 
They were developed to assist humans in some capacity, including pulling sleds and carts, guarding flocks and homes, and protecting their families. And many of these breeds are still used as working dogs today. Breeds in the working group tend to be known for their imposing stature, strength, and intelligence. The Terrier Group The feisty, short-legged breeds in the Terrier Group were first bred to go underground in pursuit of rodents and other vermin. Long-legged Terrier breeds dig out the varmints rather than burrowing in after them, which is what my beans does all the time. (laughs) While the group's bully breeds created long ago for ghastly pursuits like bull baiting are popular companion dogs today, which we have a whole show about that as well. Breeds in the Terrier group are excellent competitors in the sport of Earth Dog, which I mentioned earlier. The Toy Group. The diminutive breed of the Toy Group come in enough coat types and colors to satisfy nearly any preference but all are small enough to fit comfortably in the lap of their adored humans. In a way, the toy dogs are their own version of working dogs. They work hard at being attentive and affectionate companions. Breeds in the toy group are popular with city dwellers as their small size makes them a good fit for smaller yards or apartments. The non-sporting group. The breeds of the non-sporting group have two things in common, wet noses and four legs. After that, there is not much shared by this patchwork group of breeds whose job descriptions defy categorization in the six other groups, though they all have fascinating histories. Today, the varied breeds of non-sporting group are largely sought after as companion animals, as they were all developed to interact with people in some capacity. And lastly, the herding group. The herding group comprises breeds developed for moving livestock, including sheep, cattle, and even reindeer. Herding dogs work closely with their human shepherds, and their natural intelligence and responsiveness makes them highly trainable. Today, some herding breeds are commonly trained for police work. The high levels of energy found in the herding groups means finding them a job is recommended, lest they begin herding your children at home. All right, well, very good. That's the seven groups as the AKC understands and explains them. And so one thing that I did learn as I was doing some of this research about the AKC that I did not know, that even though there are over 300 recognized breeds of dogs in the world, and through my research, I found that number varying between 300 and 400 different breeds around the world, the AKC will not recognize a breed of dog unless there is a certain number of that particular breed in the United States or that there is enough interest in a particular breed to create a national breed club and then apply to the AKC per their process. So in that, with all of that, just so you know a little bit more about where I'm coming from when I talk about the breed-specific dogs, almost every time, because almost every breed that I've trained, I'm going to talk about, of course, in a personal way. So I will give you, obviously, very personal Um, situations and examples of how I've worked with a certain breed and the traits that I know about that breed. 
In summary, today we talked about the AKC per the website akc.org. You discovered that there are a limited number of breeds recognized by the AKC and why. You also learned that purebred dogs do serve a purpose and many have jobs that include the job of being an amazing companion. Thank you. If you would like to contact us, we have a link on our website, familydogfusion.com. We would love to hear your opinion and we value your feedback. So again, familydogfusion.com. Or if you just want to send us a direct message, you can do that via email. It goes to familydogfusion at gmail.com. Your comments are important to us and help us with future shows. Thank you for listening to our show. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, go ahead and give us a five-star review because it helps others find our show. And frankly, we just love to read them. This show is produced by Eric Jayner and show notes are created by Carissa Dolan. Thank you to all of the Family Dog Fusion team and our affiliate sponsor, Healthy Paws Pet Insurance. For your free pet insurance quote, go to familydogfusion.com slash insurance. And go to familydogfusion.com and sign up for your free membership today. Be impeccable with your dog.